and you're listening to my favorite talk show, the weekly show with Aditya. Another week comes to an end. I welcome you to episode number 403 on the 13th of August 2021 in this supposed Independence Day weekend. So what all do we have on the menu this morning? Let's take a look at the menu for this morning's episode. We shall discuss and review the book Sacred Games as well as discuss the India-England tournament and all the controversies surrounding it. So let's start. Let's begin this morning's episode with the review of the book Sacred Games. Sacred Games is the story of Sartaj Singh, a police detective who struggles to make ends meet and is resolved to solving mundane and routine cases. He has to resort to extracurricular activities and we all know when it pertains to law enforcement, what are the extracurricular activities they have to go with. Before being given an opportunity to save his city with a message from a person who has connection with his father who reaches out to him beyond the grave. Seems complicated but that's how the story is. He listens to his mother narrate her story about her siblings who despite their absence become a part of his life and this is how he knows about his father's past activities which affect his present relationships. It is the story of Ganesh Gayatonde, who had a forgetful childhood, is always on the lookout for a father figure, grew up in the turbulent 80s and 90s of India and took advantage of it. He becomes the leader, godfather and self-appointed protector of his community. You can guess by his name, which community are we talking about? He forges relationships at the highest echelons of the government using his own wax with which his story coming as a way of being recruited by various intelligence agencies to carry out controversial tasks. As in when you read the book, you will understand how he's being recruited by various agencies makes a difference in his life and affects each and every part of 
द गवर्नमेंट एंड इट्स आर्म्स इट इज द स्टोरी ऑफ अंजलि माथुर अ रॉ एजेंट मोस्टली रिजाइन टू अ डेस्क जॉब शी इज एन एनलिस्ट बट द रिटर्न ऑफ गायटोंडे एंड इज सब्सिक्वेंट सुबिसाइड फोर्सेज हर टू बिकम अ फील्ड एजेंट वेसिंग अगेंस्ट टाइम टू सेव द सिटी फ्रॉम इमिनेंट डिजास्टर the writer through various relationships exposes the dark existential underbelly of the tumultuous relationships between law enforcement and felonous and the underworld with a thrilling narrative as the author takes a reader on a tour of the city the interweaving of the subplot among the main plot keeps everyone on their toes all the author all the characters created by the author have a shady past sartaj singh and the relationship with his father his father himself has a former police detective has a shady past ganesh kaitonde grew up in the tumultuous times of 80s and 90s and his relationship with the highest echelons of the government means he also creates a shady past his eagerness to become the protector of his community or being given the mantle of the leader and the protector of his community means he has to create a present which eventually becomes a shady past and affects future events and they resort to questionable methods to fuel their basic living a point in case the police detective sartaj singh resorting to extracurricular activities and ganesh gaitonde resorting to activities which may go beyond extracurricular activities of law enforcement officers to fuel their basic living food shelter clothing the characters are complex yet simple living in cities living in ghettos yet there is a tolerance for the other this story is seen through two point of views sartaj for whom the author uses third person narrative a passive involvement of the readers we see him for from a far angle his extracurricular activities means we may not like the character of sartaj singh because of how the how the author presents the character how we see him as a third person narrative a passive involvement of the readers on the other hand ganesh for whom the author uses first person narrative i and me the character here directly speaks to the reader or in this case is narrating a story to sartaj singh and for most of the book the readers are actively involved in his life there is some sympathy for him despite his activities which could leave many cold with fear and we love his shades of good and evil his death is the most tragic moment of the narrative which opens a pandora's box from which neither the likes of anjali mathur sartaj singh or any of their mentors can look back talking about mentors how can there be a story without specific support cast and mentors so for sartaj singh it's palukar 
the police commissioner who is a mentor who knew his father intimately his partners in kathekar and kamble for ganesh gaitonde his cultivating relationships with the highest echelons of the government a point in case his more than an intimate a brotherly relationship with a mentor mentee relationship with paritosh shah and also other characters who play an important role to fuel the needs of the main characters and this is how the book is progressing and the characters go from shades of good evil and somewhere in the middle a series which is mired in unnecessary controversy so india ended at 3 for 276 eventually at the end of the day with rahul ending at 120 not out along with vahane now this series has been given an unnecessary negative limelight why because a certain player called ashwin has not been selected and jadeja has been selected over him so all the experts who think they have some kind of respect 30 or they presume that they are respected for their views let's not be in illusion say that ashwin is a better bowler and why has he been left out in place of jadeja or why is india going with four fast bowlers and one spinner combination let's take a hypothetical situation let's say ashwin was selected and a fast bowler was left out let's say it was siraj or shami in place of ishan sharma then the same group who are never happy who always have to express their disappointment in the most vile ways in the most narcissistic and evil ways would have said okay a fast bowler has been left out ashwin has been selected is that to bolster the batting will that make a difference so if ashwin was in still those people would have narcissistic experts would have been unhappy if ashwin is not selected they're going with the extra bowler which affects their batting lineup because it's basically seven batters and four bowlers plus the seventh batter being an all-rounder or five batters two all-rounders and four bowlers whatever you may want to 
put a spin on this, those people would have never been happy. And why? Because they have some inflated egos about them. They have an inflated ego. They know that even they made selection errors as a captain when they were in charge, especially the former captains who give their narcissistic and ego-fueled views. They know that they have made errors. They have been criticized. Okay, you can say that the selection is wrong, but there has to be some kind of empathy. If you cannot empathize, then don't give your opinion because it doesn't matter. If you can't understand what the captain is thinking without giving this illusionary moniker of modern day whatever, modern day hockey, modern day cricket and all that modern day nonsense that springs up, don't give your opinion. Nobody wants to listen. The only reason somebody wants to listen is that you can be ridiculed. And we know who these so-called former players with inflated egos and narcissistic views are. The expect expectation is that sports athletes are expected to be robots. They are not supposed to even make 0.1% of an error. They are expected to be perfect, not make a mistake, win gold medals, win championships. Nothing less than that is tolerated. The story of Messi being a case in point, but we will discuss that in the next episode. And despite an athlete doing well, in this case, let's take the example of Rahul. We still have to talk about his past failures. Oh, in 2018, he was confused. He didn't know where his obstum was. He didn't know how to judge the ball. He made mistakes. His batting technique was this. He And he wasn't confident when he came into this tournament because India already had three openers before him, before two of those got injured with only Rohit and Rahul remaining as the openers and a rookie opener in Iswaran, whom they would have never given a chance either way. So here he is. Just that same discussion. He wants to bat in the middle order. He bats in the middle order in 50 overs and 20 over matches. Would he survive? I was skeptical. The narcissistic views kept on coming, coming and coming like a broken radio, which never stopped. So what do you do? You just mute them for a while. So that's how it is. We have to talk about the past failures. I'm sure even the athletes who won medals at the Olympics, we would have talked about how in the previous Olympics and how in the Olympics before that they struggled. If the women's hockey team came 12th in 2016, everyone would have said, I don't remember the reports, but going by imagination, every newspaper and pseudo-media and anti-social media and all these narcissistic experts would have said Indian hockey is in trouble. Where is it going? It's going nowhere. It has no future. Five, four, four to five years later, they finished fourth, just a goal short of bronze medals. And suddenly everyone is saying, wow, look at the women's team coming of age. Just the double standards that came were exposed through this really baffled me. What also baffled me was the facilitation given to these athletes. Okay, they won medals and you can give them importance, but you are basically overcompensating for giving too much importance to one sport. And suddenly, the last four days, the last one week, the 
print media, the electronic media, the anti-social media has been all about these athletes. But remember, anything can happen between 2021 and 2024, which is scheduled in Paris. They can be injured, they can be out of form, they may go get into trouble with their respective governing body like a wrestler did because of an action which I felt was not so severe for a suspension. You all know who this wrestler is. I won't take the name but because of her decision not to share a room with her teammates or where another company sponsor, not the country's sponsor or the respective governing body sponsor I don't think that is ground for suspension okay you can give them a reprimand or dock points or say okay for a while you cannot play but suspension is harsh so I, I hope the governing body thinks again it's not as if she was rude okay players don't want to maybe they, they want to be alone they don't want to have share a room with athletes let every athlete have their own room they are big enough and and it's something that should have, should have never come out. It should have been an internal discussion. If the coaches were not able to manage this, then even the coaches are to blame, but then coaches come and go. So, minor things like a, a dispute with her teammates or wearing a different kit, that's illogical. It doesn't make a difference. It's a very superficial and an illusory thing which led to suspension which I think was a poor decision but we'll talk about that later. Let's get back to this match. So yes, in Rahul's case, all these illusionary and inflated ego experts kept on saying he failed in the 2018 series. What was missing? And now he makes an 80, a 20 and a 130 and suddenly wow, he's come of age. A great knock, a knock on the best ground in the world, a ground which represents cricket. I don't agree to all that whole mecca of cricket lord story, which is another illusion created, but that's how it is. That's how we look at it. And you must have heard this terminology. There is no I in team, but there's a big I in cricket. Cricket is a game of individuals, but we are illusionary and we are fooled enough to believe that it's a it's a team game. It's not a team game. At the best, you will talk about one or two players. You won't talk about, you won't say that the team performed. You will say one player performed or two players had a partnership and the other nine were sitting happily in the locker room or even on the football ground. At the best, it will be the baller and a couple of other fielders. So there may not be an I in team. But there is a big eye in cricket, a game that is for individuals but given an impression that it's a team game. And then once again, everyone loves discussing records. If a commentator discusses record, it shows his lack of words. He doesn't have the words to describe the situation, whether it's hockey or any other sport. If you are discussing something as mundane as circle pen penetrations or how many penalty corners scored or which team had the most possession that's a superficial and a meaningless discussion because it is illusionary it is deceptive those circle penetrations it 
doesn't mean that team is in control in hockey no team is in control at any point in time because the rules are such and then of course to fuel previous athletes with respect to one particular athlete he played on grass turf he played in 1930s in 1930 if you had given the current hockey team a chance they would have won 10 gold medals they would have won every possible world cup because the rules were relatively easier now the rules are difficult and what's wrong if hockey right now is fast needing stamina it's aggression what is wrong in that aggression means doesn't mean that you have to shoulder tackle a player who goes flying off from one side of the pitch to the other or there's video replays what's wrong in video replays there's nothing wrong in video replays and there's nothing wrong if you move from grass turfs to artificial turfs so such discussions are meaningless it shows that the commentator doesn't have the words to describe it with any sport not just i in cricket any other any sport where you discuss about ball possession with respect to hockey or circle penetration with respect to hockey or if if one team got 12 penalty corners they were able to convert one or two it it's not that the team cannot do it it means the other side is equally skilled enough to prevent it and if the penalty corners right now in the present and contemporary time all about creating an error when it hits the foot or there's tackle well the international hockey federation has thought about it and made the rules if the former hockey players are so concerned about the rules why don't you become a part of the governing council or the technical committee of this organization and go and change the rules convince the a team that i want to pass a resolution i have the backing let's pass it let's see if i get if i get the votes majority wins in every situation don't cry over spilled milk from outside that the hockey game is difficult or it's not as beautiful as the game it used to be sports is not supposed to be a beautiful game any sport is a brutal game and if you cannot sustain brutality don't play sport whether it's wrestling or boxing you have to be brutal your mind has to be aggressive you have to hit the other person like you've never hit him or her before whether it's mixed martial arts or professional wrestling or amateur wrestling or any sport you have to be prepared to be brutal it's not supposed to be sports is not supposed to be beautiful sports is supposed to be fueled with testosterone and there's nothing wrong in that so doping and all doesn't matter if it's cheating and everything is cheating so yes don't cry over spilled milk like artificial turf or natural turf or the grass is green or the pitch is brown or patchy these things don't matter they're irrelevant and if you discuss this means you lack the words to describe the match and then which means you need to go back to basics to understand how to do commentary so yeah forget the if the players are doing badly or not what we need right now is an infusion of youth into commentary and the current group has to be shunted out we all know what that group is except one or two players the current group has to be shunted out dropped or whatever be the terminology
contract cancelled and that's how it is let's move on so of late there has been a discussion about something as mundane as the middle order that the likes of pujara koli rahane haven't performed up to expectations in the last one and a half years so how does it make a difference it's not as if the likes of Travis Gangley Tendulkar the box on your extreme left performed all the time they also failed they had their bad days when they did not score but we were so in awe of them that we allowed ourselves to say that wow what great players we set standard and we expect every group which comes in every 10 years to sustain to that standard which i believe is absolutely nonsensical because i'm sure bravo if if you tell me between the middle box and the box on the left which middle order will i pick or will i think and can do a job dravid tanukar and lakshman were good they were decent and this might seem biased but yes i am biased i would trust pujara kohli rahane vihari or pant as the middle order in terms of openers rohit dhawan dhawan is no longer there rohit and rahul are doing the job but i will still want gill shaw and mayank as far as the opening combination are concerned once upon a time we never thought rohit would open so in this whole white ball red ball distinction is only in the 45. mind test matches one day matches is only in the mind you have it's all about time when you have 5 days you bat slow and you know that the bowlers have its unlimited overs there is no fielding restriction rules are slightly different so you bat slightly different but when the opportunity comes to hit 6 and 4 you do it your strike rate may go from 120 to 40 that's irrelevant we look at strike rates and averages that's the first thing the broadcasters do when a new batter comes despite the fact that he's come 90 times before that and his records have been shown more than 90 times in case of let's say one batter yet they will look at the records and say oh his average is falling oh his average is less than 50 well average means average so average is irrelevant but still if i have to choose between dravid tenukar ganguly lakshman and add kf yuvraj to it because they were also in that zone where they were being picked up and dropped and add gambhir sehwag jafar vijay and dinesh karting in terms of openers and a keeper and other mediocre openers in the period between 96 2013 in which pujara rahane rohit and kohli came late into the team they came in 2013 they became a force in 2013 between 2012 2013 i'm still even if pujara makes zero for the rest of the tournament i would not drop him i would still pick him let there be outside pressure because i'm sure lakshman has failed tanukar has failed but we don't want to see that we don't want to repeat that it's not as if sehwag came and started hitting immediately he has had his share of not scoring runs they all have gone through it yet we are obsessed with certain view because that's how our mind works we look at contemporary at the best 780 years difference and that's how it goes and because they came in that pre pseudo media era 
and by the time they retired, the likes of Dravid, Lakshman, Tanukar, Ganguly, and at best Kef, Yuvraj was a little later, by the time, and Dhoni, social media was not so impactful. It was there, it was more that it was in the fringes. But 2013 onwards and the current group, it's all about, you know, there's a sense of jealousy when I see these experts discuss, oh, they're sharing their photos, oh, they're having fun. And, and the retired group says, yes, it's good. They were jealous. They wish they had this pseudo-media, anti-social media, so that they could show all these photos. So what's wrong? What's wrong if... It's, it's quite ironical. If they show their training videos, it's good. But on the other hand, you are giving away a secret. But that's how the complexity of pseudo-media is. What do you do? You post on anti-social media like Instagram and whatnot. It's complicated. So I don't blame it's their fault. If they don't use social media, it's wrong. If they use too much of it, then they're giving away information happily or whatever the case may be. But still, I will trust the 2013 onwards middle order and contrary to what people say, if Pujara is not scoring runs or his average is falling below 50 or he hasn't scored too many hundreds, and all that nonsense that is spewing, I don't believe a word of it and I don't agree with it because the one between 96 and 2013 also failed is just that in the absence of pseudo media, the print electronic were the only media that were present. So they, so they were not able to get that kind of criticism out. And there were not too many commentators who focused on unnecessary things like records. If you look at the commentator when Dravid Nalukulakshman started their commentary, you had commentators who were suave, whether Hindi or English, mostly English, who had something in them to make a sport which to make sport which is overall ugly, slightly beautiful and slightly interesting. Now the commentators all you can sense jealousy in their voices. That we could not compete. We, I played two matches and this guy has played a hundred matches. How is it that? I will focus on their weakness. I will not talk about other things than statistics, superficial uh, records. But that's how the current group of commentators is. And that's why I feel the need to be jettisoned, told, sorry, but your commentary is not worth it. You are out. You're, no, you're not worth an expert. You're out. But it won't happen. Why? Because and that's how the thing is. We accept records. We are obsessed with records. Whether it's in economy, academics, sports. That's all we, all we care about. Inflation rates, deflation rates. GDP rising, GDP falling. Or other numbers as you know which numbers. That's all we care about. Because there are so many data scientists. So we employ all of them and... They abuse the situation and it becomes all about numbers, 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 numbers. And that's something I do not agree with.
prossimo contento di un intervento che sono raso di crescita. So this ends episode number 403 on the 13th of August 2021. I will be back on Monday the 16th of August 2021 discussing the rather over emotional messy exit. Pun not intended. Thank <laughs> you.